Welcome to The Wrap, a weekly podcast about women's sports news and the big stories. Every episode, we'll cover what's happened over the weekend, a favourite story, and what to watch in the coming week. My name is Chloe Dalton. I'm an Olympic gold medalist in Rugby Sevens and an AFLW player. I'm joined by my co-host, Millie Dawson. Millie is an athlete manager who works with some of Australia's top female athletes. Hey Mills, how are you? I'm good, thank you, Chloe. How are you going? Pretty good. So for those who don't know, Chloe's actually just recently had back surgery. Um, and of course, she's just kept going. She's a woman of many talents <laughs> and being able to balance and everything with rehab has been great. So she actually had surgery on the disc between her L5 and S1 and is currently working through um, rehab. How is that going and how's your return to play? It's going really well. I'm already six weeks post-op. So I saw the surgeon during the week and he was really happy with how it was progressing. Um, and I got to start running. That was really exciting. That was very exciting. I actually saw you put up a few things on your Insta story and it's cool to see you working through different things and kicking tennis balls and all that sort of thing. Yeah, it's been fun. It's kind of weird, the rehab, because it's not a typical knee or shoulder rehab. So it's a little bit different um, coming back from back surgery, but I'm enjoying it. And hopefully, fingers crossed, on track to get back in time for Tokyo. Yeah, I've got, I've got all, all the faith in the world in you. Thank you. So coming up on today's episode, we'll be joined by Georgia Redmayne, the captain of the Queensland Fire, who were the winners of the Women's National Cricket League over the weekend. But first, let's take a look around the grounds. In tennis, in the first round of the Miami Open last week, Ash Barty fought back to advance to the following round. So she was down 2-5 in the deciding set against the unseeded Slovakian player Kristina Kucheva, who also had a match point. Ash Barty fought back to win the next five games in a row to win the game 6-3, 4-6, 7-5. Ash has actually since opened up about the struggles of competing in a national international sport during a global pandemic. It's likely that um, Ash will be overseas until the end of the season now, um, obviously heading into the games. So after surviving that first round scare, Ash actually had a dominant 6-3, 6-2 win over Yelena Ostapenko to move into the final 16. In soccer, the Women's Super League, so over in the UK, a lot of the Matildas stars are playing overseas at the moment. So that includes players like Steph Catley, Caitlin Ford and Sam Kerr. There's been a massive landmark three-year multi-million dollar TV rights deal that's just been announced. The BBC are going to be broadcasting 22 live games with the minimum of 18 shown on BBC One or BBC Two from next season. Sky Sports will uh, also be showing up to 44 matches. It's been reported the deal is worth about 8 million euros, which um, is approximately 14.3 million um, Australian dollars a season. I think this is just such a big thing. We always talk about how important visibility is, but the fact that they're putting this on free-to-air TV is so, um, so important. Yeah, absolutely. And obviously the dollars as well um, will be fantastic to invest into the game. Absolutely. In athletics, we had the Queensland Track Classic over the weekend. Um, in the 800-metre event, Katrina Bissett uh, led Lyndon Hall to a 1-2 one one finish with both running under two minutes. It was only the third time two Australian women had broken two minutes in the same race. It's a pretty good rivalry that this one has shaped up to be between Bissett and Hall. So just two weeks ago in Sydney... Um, Bissett had let Hall build up a pretty big lead before just falling short of catching her at the line. Brisbane was the mirror image of that race. This time it was Hall, though, doing the chasing along the finishing straight. She moved to challenge Bissett on the final bend, but Bissett held her off all the way to the line to win, 159.12 to 159.22. 
Both of these women have bettered the Tokyo qualifying time of 159.50. And finally, in cricket, our Aussie girls came out of their quarantine bubble to begin the series against New Zealand. They had their first T20 match on Sunday night. After a rusty start to the batting chase, the Aussies took out the victory with 12 runs to spare. Let's take a look at the key story. This one is a really special one. So in the W League, former Matilda star Riley Dobson told her Melbourne City teammates that Friday night's game against Perth Glory was going to be her last game. So she made a tough decision to retire from football in order to be able to return to New South Wales to support her partner, Matt Stoneham, who's going through a battle with brain cancer. Raleigh actually scored the winning goal in City's 2-1 victory against Perth Glory. And concluding the game, her partner, Matt, actually came onto the pitch and dropped the knee to propose to her, which was a really beautiful end to her final game. Yeah, what a special moment. I'm sure would have been so incredibly emotional for the two of them, but really lovely to see um, a gesture like that and, and to see the way the girls got around her at the end and also the support that they've had flooding in from the W League community too. Yeah, and all the best to Matt with his ongoing treatment and to also his partner, Riley. Now for the presser. In the Women's National Cricket League, Queensland have taken out the title for the very first time with a 112-run win over Victoria on Saturday afternoon. Queensland's captain, Georgia Redmayne, was instrumental in this win, hitting 134 not out of 146 balls. We've got Georgia on the line with us now. Georgia, congrats on the win. How did it feel to lift the cup with the Queensland team for the first time? Yeah, it's a really special day. Um, it kind of got off um, a little bit unusually. We had a COVID swab um, late the night before. We got told at about 10pm that we'd all need to get a an urgent COVID swab. So we had to kind of wait for all those test results to come back negative by 7am the next day. And then and there was a rain delay. So um, by the time we actually got onto the field, we were, we were just happy to be playing, I think. Um, and yeah, really special moment. And I think, you know, everyone really turned up to that final and, and played a really disciplined clinical game. And um, yeah, pretty special moment to lift that trophy for the first time and, and get the, um, the Ruth Pretty Cup up to Queensland. Very cool. Uh, you're dominant in the team's win and you also average a huge 133 runs for the season um, versus an average of 15 runs in the 2019-20 season. What do you think has been the major contributor to your performance this year? I think I've just probably more settled in my spot in the team. Um, last year, I was probably up and down the order a little bit um, and I was kind of new to the system too, kind of um, having just moved up from Tassie. So um, kind of being in Brisbane a bit longer and and really had the benefit of, um, you know, a really good pre-season up here with the coaches. Um, Ash Nofke's our head coach and I spent many hours um, in, the, in the National Cricket Centre with him uh, really working on my batting and um, it's nice to see the reward there and, um, yeah, just, just probably a bit more settled and, um, and kind of really confident um, in my role in the team I think is, is really important. And um, obviously I've been able to, to bat with some pretty good players as well, um, obviously Beth Mooney and um, Grace Harris, Laura Kimmins, um, Jess Jonathan. So um, being fortunate to bat with, with those players around me always helps you out. You graduated in 2018 from UNSW with a Bachelor of Medical Studies and Doctor of Medicine. Have I got that right? Yeah, yeah, that's right. Yep. Um, Wikipedia also tells me you got an ATAR of 99.75. Cool, 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 cool. <laughs> I'm not sure who put that up there or how they found out, but I, I wish I could like I, – like I just don't know how to edit that stuff. I'd like to take that out. I've but, heard uh, it self-published. <laughs> definitely not, definitely not. <laughs> Can you tell us a bit about how you've managed to fit your med career in with your cricket? Yeah, I think um, it, 
I was probably really lucky when I started when I started doing medicine. I never even thought of myself playing kind of cricket at a high level or playing professionally. So um, I was kind of playing club cricket in Sydney, and like my first couple of years of my degree was just mainly as a, as a uni student, and then you know playing some cricket on the weekends. And um, it wasn't until I kind of got asked to join the Tassie team that I was playing in kind of you know the Big Bash and and the WNCL tournament. So. Um, yeah, I think trying to find that balance in my last couple of years of uni wasn't always easy, but um, I was pretty lucky. I was I was mainly based in Coffs Harbour for most of my clinical years, and um, you know they get to know you really well at those kind of smaller campuses, so they look after you. And um, they knew I wasn't trying to cut corners by going off to cricket trips for weeks at a time, but um, yeah, I think I was really lucky. And obviously, time management does play a role, but um, yeah, I've had some great people around me and. Yeah, sometimes I, I don't know how I actually got through uni, but um, I had some really good um, uni mates and, you know, we all kind of banded together and got through it as a group. After the win, you've returned back to Queensland to celebrate with a three-day three day lockdown following a spike in cases up there. Um, I've heard that you go by the name Dr. Redwine. <laughs> I hope uh, that she got to make an appearance after the game before the flight up north. <laughs> Um, yeah, that's that sometimes um, gets gets spoken. Uh, my kind of alter ego, Doctor Redwine. Um, <laughs> um, yeah, we we definitely uh, we we're lucky that we were able to celebrate pretty well in Melbourne. Um, we kind of took took the Ruth Pretty Cup or Ruthie as we call her up to our rooftop, and uh, as you can probably tell by my voice, the celebrations were <laughs> were, were pretty good. So um, yeah, there's a, there's a, quite a few Queensland girls probably. Um, not with sore throats, but with um, with <laughs> with um, you know, lost their voice a little bit, so um, and probably a bit down on sleep. So, um, yeah, we we, we actually had another kind of continue the the celebrations yesterday, and um, obviously when we heard about lockdown today, that's that's put a quick end to it. But um, you know, we're we're pretty glad that a we're able to get the game in for the main thing. If it was if the game was a week later, it probably wouldn't have gone ahead. So um, we're just really fortunate that we were able to have that experience and, and play in the grand final. Yeah, very cool. Um, thanks so much for coming on for a chat. Congrats again on the win and best of luck for your next couple of days in lockdown. Thanks so much. Let's take a look at what to watch this week. More cricket for you. Game two of the three-game series of T20, the Aussie girls take on New Zealand today, Tuesday the 30th at 1pm, and game three will be on Thursday the 1st of April at 1pm. They then kick off the first of three one-dayer games this Sunday, the 4th, at 9am. You can watch these games live on Fox Cricket and KO. In the W League, second-place Sydney FC take on third-placed Melbourne Victory in the final game of the home and away season this Wednesday, the 31st of March at 7.35pm at Cromer Park in Sydney. This match will decide final spots on the ladder before the semi-finals commence this Easter long weekend. Sunday, April 4th and Monday, April 5th. Games will be streamed on KO Sports and on the My Football Live app. In AFLW, uh, the qualifying finals will kick off this weekend. This Saturday, the 3rd of April, Melbourne take on Fremantle at Casey Fields at 1.05pm, while Collingwood take on North Melbourne at Vic Park at 3.10pm. All 2021 NAB AFLW Women's Final Series matches will be broadcast live on 7, Fox Footy, KO and via the AFL official app. And that's the wrap. The wrap will drop every Tuesday morning wherever you get your podcasts to cover the big achievements, a favourite story and what to watch in the coming week. 
My interviews with top female athletes will be dropping every fortnight on a Thursday. You can find us on Instagram at the Female Athlete Project. See you next week, Chloe. See you then, Mills. You.